Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Surreal Global Fantasy Football Podcast. Today, myself, Hybe, and you'll never walk alone, are delighted to be joined by Math, creator of Surreal Mega and Youngie99, to discuss their approaches to Surreal, legend cards, the upcoming game week, and what's coming on Surreal Mega, and much, much more. So guys, it's a pleasure to have you on. Welcome. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you for having us, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one to follow. Last week was obviously huge. This week, I think, is, is huge still. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got double the guests this week to, uh, to to go through everything. Have you both got over the excitement of the uh, the last seven to ten days? It's been a busy uh, it's been a busy seven to ten days, really. I've um, I've really really enjoyed it. It just comes thick and fast. I'm fine. It seems like one when one ends, another begins. It's just it's just crazy busy at the minute. I find uh, I find myself not been able to put it down. And have you been able to keep up with the changes, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think as uh, many of you, I've loved the announcement about the Legends. Uh, Hapa will be able to to get one or two. So yeah, to me, it was the, the, main, the main thing. Of course, the fundraising, we were a bit kind of aware about it. It was more a question of when it was going to happen. So of course, it was big news as well. But for my part, yeah, the, the Legends got me really hyped up. Yeah, those look nice. So what are we on? Five that are out now, I think it is. I've not managed to pick any up yet, but again, hopefully. There's eight, Tybee. There's eight. Don't forget beer off Beckham and Brookham. Nah, can't be doubting them. They're not part of the new the new group. Still legends. Still legends. Yeah. Right, who's kicking us off today? Is it you, Youngie? Are you going to I give us a, a, a background as to uh, your yeah. journey to date? Yeah, no problem. Well, I, I heard of So Rare at uh, the end of last year, and it was about November that I actually signed up, but... Um, to be honest, when I signed up and took my, you know, the first initial glance at it, um, I was a little bit, you know, there was a lot to take in of, you know, D4s, D3s and all these different categories. And in all honesty, I sort of put it put it back down again. I just sort of left it in the background to, a, to, a, to well, initially. And then um, and then I had to start watching like YouTube videos, you know, your Nellis's and your Quinn's and, and watching these sort of videos off the back of like Football Index and Footstock and things like that. And it kept getting mentioned more and more. Um, and then I was thinking, you know, it seems like now was the time. So I, it was around Christmas that I started researching and, and looking through, you know, getting deeper into it, if you will. Um, and then it's probably January, really, that I, that I, I know I, I made the move and, you know, bought a keeper. Because I think when you buy a keeper on So Rare, that's when you're in, <laughs> as you know, um, with, with the prices and things. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's when it really sort of kicked off for me in January. And I started trying to build teams, you know, unsuccessfully. Um, so, you know, everyone think, I think they start in champion or think they want to go into champion because, you know, it's the football, you know, but, um, effectively you've got some, um, you know, some big guys, big guys you're competing with in there. And, and on the budget I was starting with, you know, when you had the Mbappes and Neymars in there, it just wasn't the league for me really. So, so I drifted out of that pretty quickly, uh, and went in for challenger and then, uh, invested quite heavily in Belgium, um, in which I never had any knowledge of Belgian football before I, before I joined so rare, knowing about playoffs and, and any of the players, couldn't have, couldn't have even named a player in the league, really. Um, but I really started enjoying it fast. Um, but the thing was, is that by the time I sort of was happy with my team, that season ended and then the void, the void appears. And then, uh, then you're wondering where to turn next. But luckily I'm on a, I'm on a Twitter group, with a few, a few guys off the back of Footstock and a few new members that uh, joined as well. And we, um, we all have a good, real good chat. Um, you know, weekly, you know, every game week, really, about our lineups, and and they were they were quite heavily in Asia at that point. Um, and again, Asian football didn't have a clue. But speaking to these guys, I started slowly building the team, 
and then yeah, off the off the back of that, um, you know, I was grinding the ETH with it, and then I, I managed to win my first card using a, a stack, a little cheap stack, and then that was my first reward, and then you know that really gets you in and buzzing. Um, but you know, it, it was a lucky week, so to speak. And then when the guys around me started winning more rewards, and I was seeing the cards they had, I thought, yeah, it's time to, to consolidate really, and uh, you know, put you know, get rid of three players and buy one decent one. And then, and since then, that's when I started having more success and getting some like top 10, top 12, top 15 finishes um, in Asia. And then off the back of that, I then went along and built my MLS and uh, challenger teams again for this season. And yeah, it's, it's going well so far. I'm, I'm now, you know, feel like I'm a lot more comfortable than where I was. Well, that, that's amazing to hear. And I've obviously been keeping an eye on a lot of your, your Twitter posts there and seeing all the success you've been having and you recently hit your your first 400 score didn't you i did yeah well unbelievably i hit two in a day i'd never had a 400 and then uh yeah i, I hit i hit the 400 couldn't believe it. it was over the moon uh tweeted that and then uh later that night i had um little we tech vitesse vitesse defender um he was playing that night and i needed you know i needed like a 40 50 um I was, I was hoping for to get into you know where I wanted to be. And then he goes and hits 100 and took me into 400. So it's the only two I've ever had, but I had them both on the same day. <laughs> so what's the odds of that? Nice. And I think we're starting to see that you, you are needing to hit those bigger numbers now to, to be up, certainly up in the podiums, but in the, the upper rewards, aren't you? So I think yeah. so. I'm thinking of 370s. You know, if you, if you get 370s, you, you're up there, really. You know, you You'll be unlucky not to get a decent reward on a 370, I think. Yeah, I think, I think so. we're, uh, as we're experiencing tonight, you know, we're, we're recording this just before the, uh, well, just during the first uh, Europa League games on a Thursday. And there's, there's always rotation uh, risk as well. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting killed at the moment because Osterman didn't start. And I think a lot of people have, have don't talk, on, on, Don't on talk about well. Napoli, honestly. <laughs> I, I cannot pick a Napoli lineup to save my life. I have Elmas. And yeah, he, he scores early, doesn't he? I, I didn't play him this week. I can't trust playing him because he's one of those that might be on the bench, might not even be on the bench, might start and score. It's it's all, it's all part of the fun, though, isn't it? I think I think I remember there was calls about substitutes and things like that, but I think it's all part of it. You know, you you always need a bit of luck, um, and and sometimes the luck is is you know that player starting or that player getting a bigger score or that defender scoring like. like there's, there is an element of skill through it. I think there's always an element of luck. And I, and I think that's part of the fun of it because as far as dream teams and uh, fantasy football goes, I, I, I'm interested for three weeks and I put it back down. I find it quite boring. But really, when it comes to so rare, effectively, it is fantasy football. And I love every minute of it. But you're not just looking at now. You're looking at potential, potential players, injuries, you know, buying players when they're injured, buying players. People have a wobble because a, a player has, has a, had a few bad, bad games. Trippier, I picked up Kieran Trippier last night for... 0.065. Um, now, you know, I wasn't planning on buying him and obviously he's not in the greatest form, but it's Trippier. He plays for Atletico Madrid and then by today, the cheapest on the market was like 0.1, 0.11 maybe. Um, and that's just someone having a wobble and uh, yeah, not wanting that player anymore. And if you can snap those players up at that time, straight from market with no quibble, um, you know, you, you, you're winning really because you hold him for a little bit and um, I'm sure his form will return and a few clean sheets will, uh, will help you out. Or he'll go to Man United and some idiot will end up playing well over the odds for him. Exactly, whichever way you look at it. But that's, that's, the, other <laughs> element. that's the other elements are so rare, isn't it? It isn't just picking your team for that week. You know, you've got, there's a lot more to it. It is a club, effectively. And, you, you know, you have your youth prospects and, and things that you, uh, yeah, that, that you look forward to just, just as well as the games and the game weeks. And it's a game of opinions as well. And for every new thousand people that join the game, that's a thousand new opinions that are coming in. And 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have this conversation quite regularly with people. You know, I've got spare Liverpool cards. Happy to, you know, help people out. But there are certain Liverpool cards that I don't feel are valued correctly by the market. And so when someone says, can I buy XYZ off you? I'm like, well, no, well, you might as well just buy straight from the market because on this occasion, I don't want to undercut a player. On You know, Curtis Jones has been one, which I've, I've stood faith in for, for a while. And yeah, sure. So he's had two good games back to back and now everyone comes flocking and he goes flying up in price again. And I can't believe, I, st- I mean, I've said it, you know, every few weeks, it seems we raise, raise this sort of topic that, uh, you know, there, there, there are players on the market that you know shouldn't be determined by their previous sale price but a lot of people because of the way they're educated and it is a steep learning curve to come into the game from a standing start yes it is natural to look at surreal data and go okay sold for 0.1 great i'll offer whoever's selling it 0.1 um, but i think as time goes by especially as supply dries up as well certainly on the rare cards it's, it's evident already on the super rare cards when you've got a player very difficult to then turn around. Oh, I'm going to undercut the market just to uh, just to get a sale if you don't if you don't need to. So, uh, and and I see a lot of success stories, including yourself. Now, people coming in. There's the chap in Germany's names available at the moment that's flipping on um, limited cards with, with 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 yeah with fantastic results. And there's lots of different niches that you you can go into, and as you just highlighted there, someone like Kieran Trippier, you know, mm-hmm. won the league last year. You know, if he comes back to the Premier League. Definitely would feel he, he was going to go back to a top six, top eight side. And, you know, again, he's somebody that could also benefit from potential change in the, uh, the scoring matrix as an attacking fullback. If they cut out or, or reduce the penalty for lost possession, yeah, it's going to be a blinding card. Completely. The, the, the other side of it as well, sometimes you see these players come up on the market and uh, and you think, well, I, if you wouldn't sell him for that price, he's worth that price. Do you know what I mean? So like when, when I, I wasn't looking for Trippy. I was just looking for for champion players. I'm, I've just started dabbling. Last night, I basically made a, a, a cheap and cheerful champion side. I sold Nicholas Storm because he's on a you know he's on a flyer at the moment. Uh, and with the money from that, I managed to build a cheap champion side with a common keeper just to be involved. And came across Trippy. And then when I seen him for 0.65, you think I wouldn't sell him for that, which is why I just literally no quibble. I didn't even negotiate. I thought I'm having that because if if I don't, someone else will. And uh, sometimes that's an easy way to evaluate whether he's worth buying or not. No, 100% fair play. Sounds like an awesome deal. Well done. And so is that something you enjoy more than the SO5 side? You talked about there's lots of different parts to the game. What is it you enjoy the, the, the most? I'm, in all honesty, it is, there's a, such a mix of things when it comes to it. I, I do really enjoy the SO5. You know, it's, it's so thick and fast. It's like, you know, you can be on a real high because you know you've placed and you're waiting for your reward. But by the time you get your reward, the next game week's already started. And you're like, you know, it's, it's so so fast and I and I love that the the two there's two main things I, I like about so rare or the, the best things that I prefer is is one the community I love the community I like the fact of like the little group that I've got Twitter group you know people supportive you know I know you can't listen to everything on Twitter and people can be like you know blown up and this is the next greatest player I don't mean that side of things but in in general everyone's everyone's supportive considering we're we're technically against each other and everyone's played fighting for the same places everyone's so supportive I, I really do enjoy that and I speak to the on the Twitter group, you know, I'm on there three, four times a day. I speak to them more than I speak to, you know, friends at home, you know, so it's it's a constant thing. But um, Do you think that will change? Do you think the helping each other changes as it gets more competitive? Possibly. I did. I always wondered that because obviously, but if, if so rare keeps it to the point, there's rewards dependent on users, then technically you're still within the same percentage chance of getting a reward. If, 
if there's a million people or, or 10 people. Do you know what I mean? So I, if they keep it in that, in that scenario, I don't think anyone be too ruthless, if you know what I mean. So, so yeah, I, I think, I think we're good for that, but that's part of the thing I like, I, you know, I like the most really is, is the community. Yeah. Do agree with that? The community is amazing. It certainly is. And talking about the community, obviously we have all these third-party games. Math, you've obviously pulled together Surreal Mega. Why don't you talk to us a bit about how that came about? Did you start as a user of Surreal first? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, would we need to check to be accurate? But uh, I think it was almost at the same time uh, as Young. It, well, yeah, maybe it was. It, it is one year ago that I joined Surreal now. I first heard about it uh, in summer 2020 uh, by my friend and colleague Fulek, with who I uh, I've created Soramiga. And um, at first, I was very doubtful about uh, Sorare. Of course, the prices were more cheaper than it is uh, now at the time, but still, uh, I was like, uh, how how can we sell digital cards? for thousands of euros so and uh, once of course i got into more in depth into the nfts world into the crypto i i just i just got hit by how this can be an um, an amazing experience and um, i felt totally addicted when i started to really get more in, in depth into the game and started to buy my first cards i think by september 2020 and uh yeah yeah then i think i just i just felt addicted as a lot of uh, other users and um, yeah, I, I think that we are just as uh, as Nicola, the, the, the CEO of Sorel, uh, usually oftenly say we are just uh, scrapping the edge of what is it is possible to do with the NFTs, and they are already starting to to bring even more utility and the link between the digital and the real world with what they did with the La Liga offering tickets. And I think this is something that will get even bigger in the future, just bringing this uh, this link between digital and real world to life. In terms of how how your involvement, I don't know if it's so changed, but you're obviously playing first and foremost, I imagine, as a user, enjoying, mm-hmm. you know, competing um, against friends and, and 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 obviously everyone nationwide, global uh, globally. Um, how did the startup of Surreal Mega um, occur? Was it a, yep. a, bra- a brainstorm that uh, you yeah. know because it, it, it's a year. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys have hit it out of the park. I mean, oh, twelve months. This 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 looks a lot more established than something which mm-hmm. was, you know, rustled up in, in yeah within the last year. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think we came up with this idea um, simply because we took too hard the fact that NFTs are meant to be used by. Uh, we think that here yeah, the, the the core of the NFT is that of course it is collectible, it is unique, but as it is, uh, we, everyone can use it as well. So it means that uh, side games can use can use them, and uh, we think that we could be able to propose um, a different experience of what we have with the SO5, which which is really great. Of course, as a user, I love the SO5, but I think that there is uh, so much more to do with it. And um, so yes, we we came up with a bunch of ideas. At first, uh, we had the uh, as well ideas of, for example, proposing other stuff than just games. For example, we were planning to make raffles, but we we really quickly understood that it was not possible because there is a a huge uh, legal aspect that you, we we will need. Uh, a gamble license or stuff like that so we 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 kind of gave up on this kind of ideas but for the gaming part we have uh, i think still um, much much to do we have uh, some ideas ahead and uh, we want for amiga to be uh, more community oriented in the future so 
So yeah, we, we just started this adventure, in fact, on our spare time because uh, we thought it was funny and that there was something to, to do with uh, with this NFTs uh, aside from Sorare. Well, you've, you, as I say, you've already hit the ground running with some, you know, lots of different formats from the mm-hmm. dice game, three-man, five-man, eight-man, and now 11-man as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've also recently introduced, I haven't got my head fully into it, but you've also recently introduced it's almost like a levels, you, you, you yeah, know, totally. almost like particip- participation, I guess, to encourage people to come on on a more frequent basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they can unlock certain levels, which gives them certain additional perks. Are you able to just share a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. So as I said, um, for example, you mentioned the dice game. So this was really more like a kind of proof of concept. Because as I said, we, we started building Soramiga on our spare time. So it was really more uh, having fun and... Uh, we, we had a kind of idea of the main direction we wanted to be of some games, but we didn't accurately know exactly where we were going. Now we have a, a real better idea. So since a few months and this introduction, for example, of the experience uh, system, I think we have a, a real better idea of where we want to go. We have also more time to spend on the project. So we, we hope we will be quicker on the on the next announcements. And uh, yes, this... Um, this introduction of uh, manager experience and being able to progress uh, into different levels, unlocking uh, chests that will uh, contain mega coins or, or in-game mechanics or in the future digital assets uh, is just part of uh, this vision that we have to really build a kind of uh, coherent and yet complex uh, gaming experience. And uh, we hope that we will be able to onboard as many uh, people uh, as possible in and that they will have a uh, as much fun playing Soramiga that we have uh, creating it. Yeah, certainly I've got back into it after, I must admit, taking a, a bit of a break for a few weeks um, after it initially came out. But mm-hmm. you've added all these additional gameplays and when we, we had the, the, the feature of having Mega 11, that was one I wanted to, to definitely try my hand yeah. at and, and have a, have a shot yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, obviously we've seen that in other formats on, on Surveyor Data and it's one that Obviously, a lot of people want to play. Just looking at the, the upcoming game, you've got over 500 entries into that. So it shows you that yeah. people are really wanting to, to get involved here. What I also like is the, the fact that you've got that accessibility. So the Mega 3 players can come in without a goalkeeper. So the newer users can come in and start enjoying this straight away and build up to that Mega 5 and then Mega 8 as they naturally progress their collection in Surreal Native itself. So it feels like it ties in very, very well with that new user being able to come in and also adopt both of both of the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. When we when we designed the Mega Leagues, we we quickly came up with this idea of creating uh, four different formats because we we really want this game to be um, something in uh, in which in uh, everybody, no matter the the gallery size, can can take part. So, yeah, of course, it is uh, the the newer users that we we hope will be uh, thousands to come in the, the next month with uh, Sora expanding, but also the the uh, we'll say old players that have great galleries. Uh, so yeah, we want really to welcome anyone, and we think that with these four formats, we we were able to create something in which uh, everybody can find a, a way to play the the game that corresponds the most to its style or its gallery size. Ah, I see. So four formats. So no plans for Mega 14, Mega 17 or Mega 20, <laughs> no? <laughs> what about, uh, obviously, another common conversation, which is always debated, is substitutes. 
Um, I mean, I would assume at some point there will be a third party uh, building a game that allows substitutes. For example, Sura Data allows that for the SO11 side. Is that something which you, you'll look to explore or will you continue to go down for the pure? Uh, and then if a DMP occurs, it's just a DMP in and it's part of the game. Mm -hmm. No, no, this is definitely something that we are exploring. Um, we are always, of course, taking uh, great feedback from our community. Uh, as Young pointed out, the community uh, generally in Sora is amazing. We have very good feedback. Everybody is trying to kind of um, trying to to push uh, yeah every side games. I think not only Sormega but to the to the top, trying to to bring the stone to the to the building. And uh, yes, for the substitute port, um, it it might it might come up with the. We're not sure about it, but with the shop that we're currently building, we might uh, introduce some kinds of power-ups and um, maybe a substitute can be kind of power-up so that you will need to buy with your coins that, you, that you've that you earned. So it could be a way to introduce substitutes or otherwise uh, nothing is definitive, but we could uh, think of introducing for the only for the greatest format because I don't think that for the Mega 3 or Mega 5, we would like to introduce substitutes at the moment. But for Mega 8 or Mega 11, we're definitely uh, exploring some way to to maybe at some point introducing substitutes here. Yeah. Nice. And what about uh, things like longer term competition, run over a, a multiple of multiple game weeks? Um, because I think again, mm -hmm. we've seen it with Surair Bragg. It's quite nice to yeah. have the competition socially, but also mm -hmm. we've not really had a long term leaderboard. So you know, yeah. for those in the UK that are familiar with. FPL, and I'm sure there's the equivalent in many other countries around the world, being able yeah. to say, right, here's a squad, let's say, of maybe 15, 20 cards, and then that's fixed at the point of entry. And then maybe for the for a calendar month or however many weeks, mm -hmm. you're only allowed you're only allowed to select within the within your original squad. And you might play out for uh, six, eight game weeks and then see who has the, the most points at the end. Yep, yep. Yeah, the mechanic that you talked about about having a kind of list of players that you that you have to play with for several weeks is uh, really interesting. Uh, it's close to um, to the next the, the next game format that we want to develop. In fact, will be more uh, team oriented, but it can it can encompass such kind of um, of feature. Um, as Sora is growing now, um, bigger and bigger, and uh, that will there will be more users. We really want, I think, first to uh, focus on a format where people could uh, could play as teams, and um, we would like to introduce here as many fun mechanics as possible. So, for example, uh, considering the the gallery size of the team, you can uh, ban some cards from the opponents, or maybe ban wall teams. So it make it makes it harder for the other team to pick some players for the next games. Uh, of course, it also adds some complexity because you need to take into account the fact that uh, maybe uh, the different managers of the same team won't have a, a bunch of players. Some will have big galleries, some won't. So it also introduces more complexity, but uh, definitely looking to introduce um, those kind of uh, standard fantasy uh, mechanics along with uh, some uh, more exotic ones if, uh, if i can say you've also got to take into consideration that people do need to sleep at some point as well <laughs> so uh, the, yeah. the, the fact that you're creating something now which again will become addictive and people want to <laughs> say combine and play together um you know where is where is the time in the day coming from yeah. from all these you know once we, we, you you and so many uh 
other third parties 12 months, <laughs> 24, 24 months from now, we'll have us, you know, scrambling to yeah. set our teams three, four, five hours before the deadline yeah. now. Maybe we should consider selling some coffee on the, on the, on the game shop. <laughs> Yeah. So, Youngie, uh, young, 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 what side games uh, are you getting involved in? Are you always uh, setting teams consistently in, in, in Surrey Mega as well? Uh, uh, well, if you'd have asked me that last week, I'd have said yes, but somehow I missed the uh, Mega last week, which I was a bit ah. gutted by because because uh, I'd uh, done I've won two rewards actually in the last in the last two months ah. I've won two rewards. Um, I come like fourth and seventh, I think. So I've had a couple of uh, limited carbs come my way, which uh, yeah, I was I was buzzing with really because you're not expecting it. You. You're sort of entering it for the fun of it. You're not really expecting to come in the top ten, and uh, and yeah, the the, the use of limiteds uh, helped out in that one, obviously, because uh, I wouldn't have been able to enter the you know all all aspects. You know, your three, five, uh, and seven, elevens, and eights and elevens. Sorry, to uh, to if I didn't have the use of limited. So um, is that going to be a, an ongoing thing, Matt? Are you going to keep that going, or is it um, going to be back to theirs at some point? Yeah, it's a hard subject. Um, yeah, this is a subject on which we had a lot of uh, different concerns, and uh, we we kind of understand every opinions. Of course, uh, me and Fulek has uh, let's say hold players. We have galleries made principally of rare, so we understand the fact that uh, similar managers are worried about the introduction of limited. But on the other side, of course, we want, as I said, to onboard as many players as possible. So. We are really monitoring it, and um, maybe at some point we will kind to introduce uh, some changes. But uh, we need to be really cautious with that, and we want to to keep it balanced. Because if, for example, we were to introduce, uh, let's say, uh, a down bonus for the limited, of course we would understand that people new to Soraya wouldn't be happy with that. So it's really about yeah introducing a balanced change. Maybe I don't know. Maybe for the the formats are like eight or eleven. It will be introducing a limit of uh, limited cards that you can use. We are not really willing to put a kind of malus. So at the moment, we don't have uh, decided to take any action. But uh, yeah, definitely monitoring it, and uh, and we'll see in the future. Yeah, I think it's a tough one. I know. I can see. I can see where the the problems lie. Changing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think another another interesting one, Matt, uh, which you probably have already sat and thought about, is that. You know, we've got these legend cards now. And obviously, mm-hmm. Surrette have indicated and outlined their initial plans for the utility of legend cards. But I guess this also opens up the opportunities for third parties like yourself to go, well, we can take these cards and we can perhaps apply a slightly different form of utility for them to make them attractive and give you perhaps mm-hmm. a, a unique selling point for people to want to, you know, prioritise, you know, Surrette Mega. Is that something which uh, could also be possible? Yeah, totally. This is not something for the moment we want to um, spend so much time, I would say, on, on thinking about it. But yes, we were we were having the same uh, the same uh, idea with the the coaches card. Uh, I don't think there are more there are much there are much of coach cards that are uh, that are being sold now. Uh, but yeah, when there were coaches, we are already thinking of uh, some utility that maybe we could uh, bring uh, bring to them. And yeah, legends are the, the same. Uh, are the same uh, same thing, I guess. What do both of you think about the, uh, the the legend utility as it's been explained to us so far? Um, do you want me to go? Uh, see, well, I, I, it's a tough one, really. For what for what they're selling for for their utility, like I'd like to own one. They look, you know, they look lovely cards, and you know, who doesn't want to own a, a platini? Um, so it's it's one of them. Where I'd like to have it, but it's, it'd be purely just sitting in my gallery, looking pretty. I think. Whereas you know, <laughs> is is the money best spent elsewhere? 
um, at the moment for me because that's the size I am is that I, I it's not an unlimited. I haven't got an unlimited pot. I've got a big enough gallery that I can enter enough teams, um, but I'm not dealing with you know with with a big amount of money. So to spend that amount of money that they're going for at the moment, um, I'm happy to see them. I'm happy they're coming in. Um, but for me personally, it's not something you know. They're not on my list. Put it that way at the moment. Yeah, I'm, pro- I'm probably in the same boat myself. Um, I'd I'd love to have them all five that have came out so yeah. far. The whole collection, I ideally, um, but I just can't justify it. I'd rather spend on enhancing my SO5 teams that I, I currently have. Um, and, and who knows that they, they have utility. You're going to be able to, to use them, and potentially they could be quite powerful and used in the, in the right ways. But they are they are quite expensive. But by the sounds of it, it's just going to be a monthly tournament as a special tournament. So it's not like it's going to affect the the, the teams we put out at the moment. Um, so effectively, to, to enter that to enter a special weekly with uh, one of the legend legend cards, you effectively need to build a complete new team or lose a team that you're already entering. If you see what I mean. So uh, yeah, it's not even just about the cost of the card itself. I think you need to buy a whole new team or lose a team. So that that's the other side of it as well that uh, that puts me off at the moment. Okay, so in in a, in, a, in an ideal world, then for every you know, let's say a thousand euros, a thousand pounds that you would put onto the platform, um, would there be a percentage of that that you would consider looking at either you know, coach cards, maybe cards that have already retired that are discontinued, no longer mintable, you know, cards like rookies, which probably you know will have very unpredictable game time over the next two to three years uh, or all these legend cards do you not see that from a supply side that you have as much opportunity to generate a profit on ownership of these versus you know hybrid for yourself for example your stash of cards do you really need more so5 tournament cards or would you you know perhaps devote five percent of your you know your collection towards more speculative collector based cards well, when you said a, a percentage, that's what I was kind of thinking around the, the 5% mark. And and I do have cards like that, okay? So I have, like, Maradonas. I have other cards that are probably in that space already. Um, if I had enough of a, a balance, I probably would be dipping in into these new collector cards for that perspective and having them for, for the enjoyment. There's, there's definitely cards that I have that I hold. But at the moment, I can't really do an awful lot with them. I can't. They're not that visible. I know we have the, the squads and you're able to set your, your Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm sure in future we'll be able to celebrate these cards a, a lot more. Um, so maybe you're right. Maybe having these and valuing these, collecting these cards does come more into its own in, in the future. And I, was gonna, I, I think, you know, you've hit, you've hit the nail on the head, really. When it comes to like these, these cards coming out now and, and there's cards on the platform, like, you know, your Iron Robins and your Vincent Companies, they're just sort of redundant now and, one, one minute they were going for next to nothing, then they're highly priced, then there's rumours of coaches, then they go up, then they go down. But with these legend cards coming on, you, you don't really know what's around the corner. Um, so it does make me think, you know, it, it has been in my mind thinking, do I pick up a Robin, for instance? Because, you know, what would could could that be used for in the future? Because give it 10 years, um, 20 years, you know, you're going to have a lot of cards that's been sold over those seasons of players that's now retired. Those cards are going to have to have, or you'd assume will have to have some sort of utility or, or what you know what are they going to be once they retire so are they going to become coaches are they going to become you know is there going to be some sort of a master's league of, of older players um you know so it is something to consider it, i think it is something to consider but you've got to have you know you've got to have the budget to be able to do that you know if you're in need of a midfielder 
uh, that plays this weekend, you're obviously going to need to buy that over one of these cards. So I think it comes to a point that when you're happy with your gallery or as happy as you can be, um, then then you delve into these sort of markets. No, look, I completely agree. I mean, budget will obviously dictate what and and needs immediate term needs will will, will determine what you go for first. I mean, I just think looking back now at some of the special edition cards that we've had and looking back at some of the cards which had shorter print runs and then have discontinued either through retirement or moving to a, a team which is no longer or, or currently not under licence, yeah. there always seems to be, you know, the next generation of users that join. You know, yeah. right now, however many users we're at, was it 50,000, 60,000 owner cards? Only the 50, 60,000 of us at the moment have this opportunity to pick up the Casillas and the Ronaldo's that, that have dropped this week. In, yeah. 12 month, in 12 months from now, you know, we're all, we're obviously, whoever you spend your money on, you're, you're probably spending your money because you have the belief that Serrera is going to be here to stay in six months, 12 months, 18 months. So in 12 months, 18 months, when this, when we've got half a million people on the platform and then uh, 500,000 to one person join, looks at the platform, who are they going to go for? Who do you think they're going to want to own? Yes, of course, they're going to want to own current players that are in form at the time. But imagine all of these legends that uh, have dropped over the next three to six months that, uh, you know, may not get a print run again into, to, you know, after this year. You know, personally, you know, so I, I think that people will look back and these will be the ones that they'll go, you know what, in the same way that everyone goes, oh, I'd love a ambassador and I'd like, you know, Platini, whoever it happens to be, these ones that evoke those memories of when you watch football in whichever era it was, these are the ones that people are going to go, yeah, we'll mind one of those ones. But at that time, maybe in two years, we'll have a different set of legends or we'll have something new to replace them, but they won't be able to get access to what, what's being sold now. No, you're right there. No, you, you are. You're making me double think of how I thought on it. <laughs> yeah, you make me want to buy some legends as well. I think, uh, yeah, persuaded. <laughs> We're all going to go away and buy some by the sounds of it. Eh? Well, look, again, you, you look. I'm, I'm just saying as I see it. You know, you, you you go to the market these days. You know, in the very early stages, no one really want. No one really paid attention to the premium on a on a first edition card. No one really paid attention to the premium of you know a player that had the shirt number and the serial number. And, you know, still a lot of people will dismiss that and say, you know, doesn't make any odds to me. But it's surprising how many people that I speak to, they go, oh, I've just had a bid on this guy, I've just had a bid on this guy. They only want this, they only want that. When you're searching for a particular player, you know, okay, I'll go and see who owns the, f- the first edition, I'll go and see who owns the shirt number, and then I'll go and see who owns the oldest version of it, and then I'll go and see, you know, what's the cheapest on the market. Some people will go straight for cheapest, I fully understand that, because 95% of the players in circulation, you know, they're going to be nobodies in 10, 15 years when we look back. Uh, yeah. They're only going to be somebodies to the team that you support. Um, but a large percentage of the player, uh, 5% of the players, those, those real standout generational talents, they are going to be the ones that you go, well, I'll take any version of it. But if I could have one version, I'd like that version or I'd like this version a little bit more. And I think people are jostling for position now. And, you know, whenever I go and approach someone and say, is this guy for sale or what sort of deal can we do? It's like, no, it's not for sale. It's like, all right, fair enough. And it, to me, it's starting to feel a little bit like NBA Top Shot before the, you know, the, the, the real bubble burst there. And I'm not saying that we're going into a, a bubble scenario here but it's where supply is getting locked up. So if there are cards that you want, you know, to, to go against you uh, a little bit there, youngie. So you need a midfielder for this week, for example. 
well, there's always going to be next week for a midfielder. There's always going to be a week after for a midfielder. But right now, there, there might there might not be another day for another Casillas. You know, we'll throw 100 onto the market today, for example, and, you know, everyone can scramble to get one of those 100. But then they might be drip-fed at the speed of two or three a day. And it might be more difficult to get one of those two or three per day as, as the amount of users increase. But to go and get a midfielder that's playing this weekend, chances are there's, there's a ton of those that you can go and get every day of the week. Budget permission. Completely valid point. Yeah, no, you're right. I know, I know, I know what you're saying. It's just, it's just how you how you spread your your money, isn't it? That's 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 what it comes down to. But I'm I'm seeing them and I'm liking them, and I keep seeing the new ones coming on. But it's it's having to justify it, isn't it? But then then you've got the regret then in three months' time of why didn't I? And that's what you've got to you've got to try and live in the future, not in the now. Sometimes. Yeah, definitely a valid point. And I think thinking back to other special edition cards. Yeah, I've, I've definitely looked at them further down the white line and thought, why didn't I get on them right at the start? Or when new clubs were launched, you see maybe some of the, the clubs that were launched as bundles, you're thinking it's hard to to price these. And I think another consideration at the moment is we have just had the, the new scarcity, the limited cards come in. So people are still trying to understand. So I think for these legend cards, the vast majority of us are going to be looking at the the limited editions, if any, right? We don't have have that deep a, a pocket. So I think understanding what the value of the limited cards is going to do over time, how that how that moves when we get into the, the hundreds, as we have thousands and thousands of new managers come into the, the platform, is still being felt out, isn't it? So yeah, there's, there's definitely an appeal for these cards, the ones that I'd like to have, but... We'll maybe take a, a look over the, the next few days. Uh, I think I will be as well, actually. <laughs> so Mark, from the from, from, Mark the salesman. From the, no, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to pump the market. Don't worry about that. There's, <laughs> there, there's plenty of other people that can do that better than me. Uh, so in terms of the legends, then, I think we, we don't know it, all of them, do we? I think uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of speculation. We've seen, obviously, the major ones on the amazing video montage that was put together um so we know some of the legends uh from the vid from the uh from the video yep uh who else would you like to see in uh, in the top 50 uh that we haven't mm-hmm. seen hinted at in the video yeah uh, yeah well i'm french so for, of course i will think about french legends <laughs> so definitely i will go with an easy one i would love to kind of have a, a Zidane player card um or maybe some other golden ball winner like Jean-Pierre Papin because I'm also a fan of the Olympique de Marseille and he was a, a great player in this club. So I'm maybe I think that Jean-Pierre Papin could be in the top 50 and then I would be really, I would really, really for what to, to see him uh, in answer rare and I would definitely try to get some, some card of him. Yeah, no, I think that's a good shout and I think, yeah, fully deserved of a top 50. Uh, maybe it'll just come down to whether or not... Uh, they were able to uh, get the license or image rights for him. What about yep. you, Youngie? Who's in your top 50? Uh, Ronaldinho, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. He, Good he was a player, player growing up, you know, that, you know, everyone everyone knows knows him and what he's capable of. And yeah, he, he's a player that, you know, is your FIFA teams and your Legends teams. Uh, it's a player that you're all, you'll always want sat there behind the forward. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably say Ronaldinho. I don't think we'll get McFadden after his goal against the, the French. <laughs> so, I think it has to be Jim Leighton or... King Kenny, doesn't it? Brian, Brian Loudrup. So Kenny Dalglish or Jim Leighton, I think. Kenny Dalglish, Kenny Dalglish. Yeah, I'll take Kenny Dalglish. That'd be a good one. I mean, the Scots have to have at least one in there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We'll see. It'd be good to see 
a larger list of them, or are they just going to tease them out? Yeah. So going on to, to this game week then, who do we all have our hopes on? Have we picked our teams yet? I know I haven't set all my lineups. I've done my Surreal Mega teams. They're, ah, they're, lo- they're locked and loaded. Don't worry. <laughs> ah. Good on you. I, I have. I'll, I'll be doing that. To, I'll be doing that straight after this. Um, uh, yeah. I double check mine. I've got to do all my lineups. Um, I've got a lot. I've got. I've got the most. T- uh, the most amount of lineups this week than I've had before. I think I've got. I've counted about eleven or twelve lineups this week, nice. including the special weekly. Um, and obviously we've got the rookie league back now. I've thrown. I've thrown a team in there for the sake of it. But uh, last week I. I did win a. A common champion goalkeeper, the Lorient keeper. Um. That's the whole reason, you know, why you'd want a common is for the keeper for the backup days and the game weeks where you haven't got anything else. They they come in handy certainly for a for an ETH grinding team. So, in all honesty, I I'm so stretched um, at the moment with uh, with how many teams and players I've got. I, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you who my I'm pinning my hopes on because I can I couldn't name one of the teams fully right now. When you say that you're you're so stretched, are you? Do you think you're su- any of the teams are suffering because of that? Um, put your yeah. strongest lineups in. I put I I go strongest. I put my strongest lineups in first. So I, I go. I basically have an MLS team, which is basically a Kansas stack. It picks itself uh, pretty much week in week out. It'll either win something or it bums out, depending on how they get on. I'm happy with that because I didn't want to go too mad on MLS. The only other MLS players I have are players that I um that I've won along the way and I've I've kept hold of some of them. Uh, Asia again. I've still got my Asia boys in there with uh, like some Mateus and Yamaguchi. I'm you know I'm, I'm not getting rid of them. I'm happy to keep them when the season closes. Uh, and then my challenger Europe team again. I'm I'm happy with the lineup there. The rest of them, the D3s. I'm just going into D3. I'm, I'm sort of learning. I'm not over overpaying for super rares. I'm sort of just dabbling with them, entering some teams and sort of getting my feel for it. Um, you know the re- rewards are great in there, but it seems a lot tougher to win rewards. Um, but in terms of me being stretched, it's, it's more. Um, when I first started, I'd have a team or two. I knew every player that was playing. And now, like, you know, a Saturday morning, you know, you've got the Asia games in the morning, the Belgium games in the afternoon, the MLS games in the evening. My WhatsApp, my phone's just dinging. I don't know who I, who I want to score. I, I don't know what's going on, uh, who I've picked. Obviously, I've got some of the players I picked the week before could be in a training team, so, you know. So in all honesty, it's, to me, I love it because it's just so busy. But there's no point in me looking at each individual one and, and you know, picking out. I just need to look at the live scores as they're coming in. And great, he scored. Great, he's doing well. And then sort of catch up a little bit later in Saturday, evaluate what needs to happen on the Sunday because it's just busy. But I love that about it. That's part of the that's part of my love for the platform. The fact that, you know, it's just a full weekend of football all over the world. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm kind of similar. So you catch in later on on a, a Saturday or into the... yeah. The, yeah, second, you, the second day of the game week, don't you? On, you wouldn't see your family if you. If I had to watch, <laughs> was looking out at every game that happened from Friday night, you know, to Monday night. Um, honestly, like I've got those games going on constantly, isn't there? If you think about, it, if you're in every league, there are games twenty four seven, pretty much. You know, a little bit of a window of a kip uh, between probably two and six, and that's about it. Oh, there's football on, so uh, so yeah, you've, you've got to like pick it up and uh, and put it down as, as as you can. I think. Yeah, very very true. Math, what about yourself? Who are you looking forward to this week? Well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't registered my lineup yet, uh, but I think that uh, as young, I might take a shot at the weekly, which I usually, usually not, uh, not doing. But I've seen that I can uh, line up. I think uh, people that uh, fulfill the criteria, and uh, 
and mainly I would uh, line up then many Spartak, Moscow Spartak players. Uh, this is a team that is not going so well since the beginning of the year. So I will look, uh, I will look after them, and hopefully they will, uh, they will put on a, a great, a great game. And uh, yeah, I think I will line up a lot of Spartak players, especially in the weekly, and uh, because they had some uh, some bad average. Lastly, so it will be great, and then I will put an all-in in the under 23. Um, at the moment, I'm I'm done to only three starting goalkeepers, so I I can't line up more than than three teams. Nice, I think that's a good tactic with Spartak there for for the weekly. What is the weekly um, uh, rules? I haven't. Uh... I think it's yeah, under exactly. forty, isn't it? Yeah, players under forty. Yeah. Totally. Okay, and and the pri and the prizes are quite good for the for the. Uh... Because still, the prices seem to be going up and down like yo-yo. Some weeks. Yeah, like... I need to check. Did you check the price, uh, Young, on your side? I actually haven't. No, um, I've, I've actually done it before. Where I wasn't going to enter the special weekly because I only had a couple of players. Then when I looked to see the entrance, it was paying out something like ninety-six players uh, places, and there was only a uh, hundred people entered. And I thought, well, I, I may as well give that a go. So I, I bought another player, a little cheapy player, entered it, finished 88 and won a reward. <laughs> so so that it, it does happen if you are uh, depending on if how you know how specific the, the challenge is that week. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's paying about seven and a half, eight percent at the moment. For for the for the challenge this week, though, being under 40, um, you know, that, that's that, that's quite a generic one for everyone. You know, a lot of people have training players that, that scores around there. So I have, um, when I said about stretching again, you know, coming back to that point, I, I have moved my uh, my D4 keeper into special weekly and put a common keeper in my D4 to give myself a, to give myself a special weekly, which, you know, oh. I've, like, I keep saying to myself, I won't do that, but it seemed like the right the right choice at the time. <laughs> I reckon about 400 of my 500 odd players will be eligible for this special weekly. <laughs> I wouldn't like to give you a comment on my one. I haven't got a clue. Yeah, I'll stay on mute for a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, I, I like the weekly. No. Well, it I'm looks doing. like uh, Trent's definitely out again for the weekend. So uh, Trent holders will have to be a bit more patient with him. Um, I, I, I completely uh, didn't guess the Liverpool lineup this week, even though it was a fantastic result. Uh, I thought Klopp was going to rotate and he kept everyone exactly the same and just swapped Milner in for Trent. So... Uh, Liverpool City at the weekend. I'll probably, uh, yeah, I still have some Liverpool players out there, but uh, I'll be going into the game with much lower expectations than normal. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun, always fun. I'm going to be doing them later on tonight, but yeah, rotation after these European game weeks as well mm -hmm. gives you another headache, doesn't it? So going into the European games, you've got the rotation and then back to the league games. We have it all over again, so... Yeah, oh, yeah, that. next midweek's going to be uh, an international one, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. So that always adds to the adds to the fun. But as you said, young it's that's part of the fun, seeing how what happens. That's part of football, isn't it? But it's also, um, you know, there is the element of human error. We're, we've all put that player in the suspended, you know, and frustrated and think, oh, why didn't I check? Or, you know, you've rushed something or you've just overseen something. Um you know, and, and that's all part of it, but that gives another person a chance to win. Um, so, you know, it's all part of playing the game, I think. That's it. Yeah, I do that every week. <laughs> how far ahead How far ahead of the, in the calendar do you look in terms of the fixtures? Because I say that, that I, I think you referenced earlier, Youngie, you know, we go to game week closing to game week opening. It's just simultaneous. So you straight out the frying pan into the fire. Then it, it, it's just non-stop. How far ahead in the fixture calendar you guys 
actually looked. So you know, I'll tell you what, yeah, I'm, I'm, I could be missing a, a defender on for this region on in three weeks' time. Now is a good time to start planning ahead for that. I'm guilty of not looking ahead. I literally <laughs> see what's in front of me. So as the one game week ends, I literally, you know, I check to see, hopefully there's some reward, hopefully there's a bit of ETH. But in the same time, at that point is when I look at that week. Um, but again, the community side of things, my Twitter group, the Loyals, they, they, they literally, um, there's spreadsheets going around of like, say for instance, the Asian games, and there could be a game in three weeks time where there's only six teams playing. Um, so luckily I do have information on hand from people a lot more organised than myself, um, who can say, you know, if I, if I can pick up a player now or a player or two between now and two or three weeks' time, I'm going to be able to field uh, a five-man team where there's only six teams playing in Asia. And that obviously gives you either the, the chance to either win something or, uh, you know, uh, people want the players because, um, because they haven't looked as far ahead and the player could, you know, go up 10, 20, 30% because they're more in demand for that week. No, and I think also the reason I ask that question is I think it's also starting to create some very defined trading strategies on the market as well. Those that are able and have put the, the time and energy into planning ahead can certainly spot trends where there might be you know, very limited uh, teams playing in a particular region. And if you can stock up on those players, you can sell them into you know, managers that don't look that, that as, as far ahead. That might be going, yeah. Well, I, I I don't mind paying you off to get that get that player because that's the difference between me being able to set a full team or you know trying to wing it with four and a you know an almost certain DMP. Completely. Yeah. But on the on the flip side of that as well, like you you like having an exit strategy for a player sometimes hard. You know, um, you don't always. It's not it's not as simple as you list that player he sells. Um, sometimes there's a Monday cutting going. Sometimes, obviously, you've held them for long enough that, you know, you're in where you want to be this time. That's fine. But sometimes every player you'd like to think at some point in the season is going to have a game week where there's not as many strikers playing in Asia or in Europe. Um, and that can give you an exit strategy for a player that you don't want to have anymore. Skip that game week out, but it gives you the chance to, to buy another player, if that makes sense. So it is, I, I found it handy in that element. So, for instance, now I'm trying to sell off some of my Asian players now the season's coming to the end. Um so when there's limited players playing, I can use that window to, to try and shift some of them out. That's a fair yeah. strategy. I absolutely agree. There's lots of different ways of playing it and looking ahead to those fixtures can be a great way of you know, increasing the value of your collection, being able to sell into it or just having the ability to actually enter those lighter game weeks. I know I, I quite enjoy the lighter game weeks. I've got potentially options i don't always necessarily do that well but i've got options i'm able to enter i'm still in the game i've got skin in the game as i say other people will be looking to you know take advantage of people wanting to get in that game week and uh, as you say you can if you do your research look ahead you can you can certainly pick up some gems there but that's where these side uh, side sites really do help, like your so rare megas and your so rare datas. They, they give you the, the option to do that. It's not like you have to physically get on Google and Google every fixture and cross reference everything. It's there, at the, you know, at the touch of a button. So people can um, people can look at this and use it to their advantage. Use it to sell players. Use it to buy ready. So uh, yeah, this just shows what benefit you know sites like so rare mega have to to the platform. Yep, absolutely. Here, here. So before we ask Math the million dollar question as to what is coming on Surreal Mega, <laughs> just in terms of some personal preferences from you guys, uh, we've still got some big teams to onboard. And I think, uh, Dan, if I was right in seeing this morning, 
They said that some or one of the Italian clubs is coming tomorrow. So it looks like the Serie A teams are going to start to come back out again for 2021-22. Is there any club either, yeah, any club not yet on the platform that you guys want to see and uh, or or players that uh, you'd, you'd love to see drop? I missed this. I missed this information. So they announced this morning that there there might be some more uh, Italian clubs coming out. Um, uh, I don't know if it's a new Italian club or whether it's a relaunch. Oh, okay, maybe or, it can or, be or, the, Yeah. I think there's yeah a regular question I keep seeing on general when I clock in is you know when Syria when Syria and I think uh, because I thought there were supposed to be five legends over the course of a week Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. but Casillas and you know uh, it's Thursday. Casillas is the last one this week, so I think that does mean that there's going to be a either a club launch or a club relaunch tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, unless be. I'm unless I'm mistaken, I think it's going to be back to Syria tomorrow. Well, I will start then. At the moment, it's hard to me to figure out what clubs are missing from the Syria. To me, all the the ones that I'm interested about are already covered in the platform. So if we are talking about a relaunch. Definitely look uh, forward to the um, the last last year winner edition, the Inter de Milan. But um, yeah, definitely looking to to see the new cards of this team. Um, I I think like for me there isn't any particular team that I I like. I'm dying to to have on the platform. Really, I did like the international teams coming out. I thought that was quite a, a fun aspect. Really, and yeah. obviously I I would like to see England on there as a team. And like in terms of like people because as big as so rare feels you know i don't know personally many people on so rare you can mention it to people um and then you know sort of walk away you don't want to like tell them you know what to do uh but i think we need the premier league or the championship or yeah, something like that you know the big the, you know some some bigger teams you know you, you man united your man city is not for me really because they're they are like they they'll be out of my remit you know i wouldn't be buying buying so much of players to, to play that i don't really do champion too much but um, I think, you know, you're Man United and your Man Cities. But on the flip side of that, you know, I do love English football. So, like, it does open the door for youth prospects, you know, rookie card, Man United rookie cards, you know, Man City rookie cards, you know, Chelsea, Liverpool rookie cards. See, seeing things like that come through for, for me personally to have more physical people I know get involved. And it, it's more to talk about because when you talk about so obviously people automatically assume you've got no Asian football and Belgian football. And obviously you don't, but you are capped at what players you can buy from you know, from England at the moment. So for me personally, I would like, you know, either England to come on or like, you know, your big, your big, big six, I suppose, from, from the Premier League, ideally. And again, the championship, because yeah, that's, that's a, that's another challenger league. And uh, it would bring my interest into back to England rather than sit there watching Asian and Belgian football all the time. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Yeah. The, the Premier League and also the championship. It's such a feeder into the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah. There's so many high quality players there that, move from other leagues we see so many that you probably have picked up from the Jupiler League or have known from the Jupiler League well that's it, it gives, the championship it gives people like you say at the end of the season they've had they've bought a good player from the championship who then could get signed or promoted and then all of a sudden they've got a, a gateway into champion haven't they and it's just another another path that's it FC, what about FC Sheriff get some of those spot boys on the platform <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought about them earlier. I did wonder if that would be mentioned. <laughs> Some winner, wasn't it? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, it wasn't too long ago, was it? Dirk Kout, who, who said that the Champions League doesn't have any uh, have such a place for teams like that. They don't belong there, and then they go and pull something like that out of the hat. Brilliant! Yeah, it's always good to see. I managed to. I had um, Alaba and Militao, so yeah, that was always good. <laughs> they still put. They still put in decent scores. I've got. Yeah, with the bonuses, sixty twos from both of them, so I can't actually complain. 
No, the, the, the best thing about the best thing about so rare, and another another good uh, thing about so rare would be the fact that like it doesn't end on one game week, does it? So your players can have a bad week. It doesn't matter. You still got next week and the week after that, and and that's that's another great side of so rare. Exactly. But you mentioned that when you get your rewards, you're already into the next game week, so it's quick to forget. So that one do do not play. So Oshman not starting tonight. I think he's maybe yeah. came came on now, but. Yeah, there's always someone that's let a, a side down, but you've got, yeah. you've got an entry in next week, you're ready to go straight away and you've done a bit more research and you've tried to, to outsmart the game, right? <laughs> outsmart the yeah. game next week. We all try. See how that goes. <laughs> right, so we've left it late, but Math, are you yeah. in a position to uh, to give a... a a preview, a spoiler, whatever you want to call spoiler. it, as to what can we, what can we think, what's going to be around the corner for Surreal Mega for your loyal customers? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I can give you some insight, of course. This is why this is a perfect timing to record this podcast, because if you were asking me this question one month ago, I wouldn't be able to give you much much information. But for now, I think we have a, a clear idea. We already started to work on it. And uh, we would like, I think, our shop to be um, a kind of marketplace for um, community-made uh, digital assets. So, for example, we're working on uh, on creating uh, kinds of jerseys, shoes that uh, you will be able to buy with your mega coins, but that you will be able to use as uh, power-ups in the game as well. So, um, on here, it's uh, it's kinds of joined uh, the, the subject that we previously discussed about. It's all about balance. We don't want to introduce uh, power-ups that will uh, make it uh, easier for some players to win because they have uh, bought a lot of things on the marketplace because they had a lot of uh, of mega guns. But we definitely think that it is um, a good direction to go even more into the gaming experience by uh, offering people to buy um, in-game assets that they can use to uh, to boost a player or stuff like that. So this is the kind of stuff that you can um, you can expect to see on the on the shop. Uh, I think at least for the the first version. Okay, so it's going to be a shop, and the coins that we're now accumulating from getting uh, going up the levels, we'll be able to uh, you know cash in to try and give ourselves small uh, additional advantages in future game weeks. Totally, totally. And uh, at some point, this is just at ID statues, but uh, at some point, why not offering some uh, some NFTs as well on this marketplace? So for uh, for the moment, there won't be any NFT at all. But uh, if people are enjoying the style, the artistic, the artistic style of the items that we will propose, uh, why not uh, at some point try to tokenize them and uh, to make them uh, limited editions? Very cool. Very, very cool. Awesome. Well, look, yeah, we uh, we wish you continued success. If uh, if you are able to build the platform out as rapidly as you have in the first 12 months over the next 12 months, yeah, it's going to be exciting times. As indeed, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the shop and what you can, can get there, these power-ups eventually. And, and it might be a case that you maybe don't want to go for the power-ups. You might want to save your, your game coins for that, that larger item in the future, yeah. that NFT. So, yeah. yeah, lots of different ways there. be interesting to see it. Yep, and also we don't want to commit uh, too much ourselves on that point, but uh, we also, of course, look forward to if we can propose at some point to buy uh, actual so records um, against uh, your mega coins. This is definitely like, something we would like to do, but uh, 
Uh, yeah, as, as I said, we I, we don't want to commit ourselves on this for the moment because it would uh, it would imply that we need to to buy those cards from Sorry first. So yeah, it's, it turns out to be a money question, and uh, we first need to make money ourselves in in the order to to be able uh, someday we hope to to propose this kind of uh, feature uh, in our shop. That'd be really cool. Yeah, you play a, a side game that's came from Sorry Native, earn rewards through that, and be able to potentially build up a, a reward that you can take back to the, the native game. Okay, do you mind me asking how closely you're working with the team at Sierra? I mean, obviously, they always say that they're looking to to really get behind support, you know, third parties that are devoting time and attention to building on top of the Sierra platform. Um, you know, have you decided that you prefer to, to work alone or do you work in tandem with, uh, you know, some of the developers or, or members of the team at Sierra in yeah. Paris? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we are we are really working alone, us too. But we, of course, we are really grateful to the server. They are they are um, proposing good. They are giving us a lot of advices. They are offering help, uh, offering us us help anytime we need it. And of course, they they show their support through the rewards that they are offering to server Mega. So we know that they can uh, we can count on on them at any point. But uh, it is really for the moment uh, a journey that we are just uh, developing at two. And there is uh, no uh, no developer from Sora involved in this uh, directly. Nice. Well, I'm sure it will evolve over time. It will be great to see how that evolves and, and continue playing along on the journey. I need to earn more wins and hmm. get my ranking up. I was hoping for a, a win last week to get me up to level 10, but that didn't happen. So I'm logging in every day to, to get the 10 points. I'll, I'll get there next yeah. week <laughs> and, see, and see what that opens up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely worked though the the login. No, I'm I'm logging in every day because obviously you don't really need to log in, do you, for you know three four days at a time? But I'm finding myself mm-hmm. logging in, checking 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 things out. Somehow I log in every day and forgot to enter a lineup one week. But you know that's another story altogether, I guess. But yeah, seeing uh, seeing the coins rise, I'm looking forward to the shop because yes, it's great work you're doing there, Matt. I really really enjoy it as a as a side game and extra utility for my cards. It's it's, it's really good, really good. Great to hear. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it, man. Ten points for logging in, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on this today, and I'm gonna set it up for this. Uh, I'm, up, I'm up to level eight, Hybe. So I'm gonna level eight. Gonna, oh yeah. I think well, I'm okay. Right. Okay. So we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to chart this, won't we? So oh, we'll start I'll, I'll, beat, here. I'll, beat, I'll beat you to level twelve. Let's 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 see. You'll beat me to level first. twelve, right? Yeah, okay. no problem at all. Right. Off the top of my head, I think I'm level fourteen, but I was hoping the um, SMC was, was going to be the new cryptocurrency. Mm, <laughs> hope so. Be careful, guys, because from now on, I will check every day that you connect to, to Suramiga. So I hope you will commit to it. Don't I've, you got mo- I've, got, I've got enough motivation. Hybe's in my sights. Youngie, you're, you're almost over the hill, but I'll, I'll, I'll have a go at pegging you back. Yeah, I, I forget the days. Go for it. We'll we're, we're check, we're check in uh, next month to see where we're at. Okay, <laughs> that's a deal. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, just a last point. With, with, the, with the new... Um, with the Rookie League coming back, um, and obviously people, you know people's use of uh, keepers and obviously people were worrying about the price of keepers with limited cards would limited cards be able to be used in d4 and all these questions arising and obviously how you know how how it would affect the prices of things now um for instance i'm 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 going in the rookie in the rookie leagues um hoping to get a keeper which i i did win um but if they keep it open permanently and people are winning rookie keepers like do you think that's going to have an effect on keeper prices or do you think there's going to come a point where there's going to be no rookie keepers in D4 at all and keeping rookie league separate, D5 separate, and, uh, you know, D1 to, D, to D4, you know, 
as is, but purely with rares and super rares and things. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried that caught an influx of common keepers into people's hands makes any difference in limited or, or rare prices at, at all. Um, I think it's good to, to enable people to have that extra lineup to be able to get you know a, a team in because there's nothing worse than having four or five or lots of options outfield and just not being able to, to get a keeper in. So being able to, to give some common keepers out there is great to get people involved, but we are seeing higher and higher scores to actually be able to compete and, and get rewards. So whether or not the, the common keeper is going to be enough to actually to really get you get you much back, I don't know. So I don't think it influences the, the prices too much. What I would like to see, though, is the, that starter rookie league continue and be open for, for everyone. So it was 50-odd thousand people, 56,000, I think, entered it the other week there. That's great to see, and every single person was rewarded with a, a common card. The yeah. vast majority, you know, are, are not going to be using that. It's not value, you know, a valuable asset to them. It's not cost or anything. It's not an NFT. But for for some users, there might be a couple of hundred that that's actually been really helpful. It's been able to help them in, in Division Four. But going forward, I'd love to see some kind of common gameplay. And so, getting loads more of these out into all the existing managers, all the new managers through the, the starter rookie league. So if we're all adding one every game week, then we're building up a collection that we can start to compete in this free-to-play space. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think it's a, another another part of the game that we can get involved in. And Surreal can gather data from that. How, how are people approaching that side of the game, a free-to-play model? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I know, I was going to say, look, my opinion on the goalkeepers are, I think from a game point of view, yes, eventually, when that might be a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, I think the common cards will be phased to only be played together against other common cards in the same way that we've now got more established Division 5s through the Limiteds. Rares will, I would assume at some point, become rare only for Division 4. Um, just because I think, you know, that one of Nicholas's main selling points is that he wants this to still be a simple pick-up-and-play game. Now, of course, there's a big difference between the casual user base and the hardcore user base. I don't think, at the moment, it's, it's hard to be just a casual user. Um, but you don't want someone coming in and having to learn, you know, oh, hang about. So Division 4, I can use that, but Division 5, I have to use this, and then I've got free-to-play one there. I don't know, maybe there's going to be some restructure in terms of whether or not we start calling them Division 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, or, you know, have... I think we'll start to use the scarcities a bit more together. And then it, depending on your budget, depending on how you found the game, you'll come in and go, right, you found the free-to-play model. Here we go. Here's a bunch of common cards. Fill your boots. Go and enjoy. Play as much as you like. And if you want to make the step up, then you've got this option, which is to acquire limited cards where you're able to play these type of divisions against other people that have got limited cards. And these are the prizes you can win with those limited cards. And if you want to go even further, you can start to look at rare cards. And then rare cards have their own competitions. And from winning those competitions, you can perhaps look at winning super rare or even better rares. And I think that becomes a little bit easier, certainly in my mind, to explain to the mass market rather than someone logging on on day one, seeing white, red, yellow, blue, black cards, left, right and centre. Mm. And then having to go, well, how, you know, I'm not going to, what, what am I doing here? So I think it's a case of, getting new people familiar with 
you know, the free to play model and then having clearer defined steps to show you if you like what you see here and you're enjoying playing for free, then guess what? You can go to the next level or levels, which are here, yellow, red, blue and black. And again, these are the sort of rewards that you can win from being involved in, 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 in those categories of cards. Uh, um, you know, even Division 2 and I think even all of the divisions at the moment, I'd much rather have a unique only league, a super rare only league, a rare only league, a limited only league and then a free to play league. There's your Division 5, one, two, three, four, five, and then keep it, keep it simple. I think the simplification is key, isn't it? Getting new users on board is it's a complex space to come in and it's not just fantasy football it's not just card collecting you know it's there's a whole lot to it so making the gameplay as simple as possible it's going to make it easier to actually get people on and retain them isn't it cool well guys thank you very much math youngie it's been a pleasure having you on today been some great chat you're welcome thank you very much it's a pleasure to be here guys thanks thanks for your time thanks very much for the time no yeah, thank you both for your time yeah that's good luck in your ne- good luck on your next moves in your next game week, and I will see you all at Surreal Mega Level Twenty. Ah, great. <laughs> good to hear. <laughs> uh, has anyone got Cheers, a bot guys. to help me sign in every night? <laughs> no, no. See if if Mark starts using a bot, Math, can you let us know? He's breaking. He has to. He has to actually log in and use. Yeah, the I will. Yeah, I will yeah. let you know. Yeah, sure. No <laughs> Guys, yeah, thank thank you very much, Youngie. We'll be looking forward to that next four hundred. I'm sure you'll you'll get that soon. And math, the next iterations of, of Surreal Mega, yeah, we're, sure. we're all looking forward to those. Cheers, guys. So that brings us to the end of today's Surreal Global Fantasy Football Podcast. I hope you found it useful. And as always, if you could like, subscribe, and leave a review, then we can help introduce the fantastic concept to more users. See you next time. Mm-hmm.